What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Just Talk. Um, let's get right into the tonight's topic. I've got I've gotten a ton a ton of feedback on uh, previous episodes, but one um, one DM really stuck out to me that I thought was a pretty good topic to discuss tonight on this episode. Um, let's just title it. When is enough enough? I guess basically saying, let's start from the beginning. Say you're in, you're married, and you end up separating, heading for divorce. When and your significant other finds a new a new uh, person, new mate, whatever you want to call it. When would be the right time... To allow your kids to meet this other person. I got this question. To talk about this topic from a person. That I I don't know very well. But I've known of them. I don't know if they're going through this or not. Uh, they wanted me to discuss it. To see what. Um what answers I could get on it or what my thoughts on it was. Personally, I feel that if you're in a new relationship but still married, first of all, that's wrong. You should wait till you're divorced, at least to make something official. And even at that, if I was... If I say I had the kids and they were staying with me and my significant other found another significant other, I it would probably be a, a long while before I allowed my children to be around the new significant other. For a person to start going out with somebody a few weeks after they separate, or whatever, and then want to have their kids around that significant other, the new significant other, to me, I think it's just a a sign of disrespect towards the mother or father in that relationship. Um, Because you don't know how they feel about it. Yes, they can tell you that they don't want to, but you don't know the true feelings. You don't know that maybe for a fact they don't want um, their kids to be around the new significant other because of the fact that they're in denial that it's over, the relationship is over, one. Or maybe they're... Their mental health is just in depression um, to the point to where they feel like maybe the kids will like that significant other better than themselves. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of thoughts that goes through through one's head when when in that situation. And honestly, I just I feel it's a slap in the face if if they want the kids to meet a significant other right away. Because, first of all, the first red flag is 
it's only been a few weeks that y'all split up and you already have a significant other which is basically saying that you had this significant other while in the marriage because to to just come up with another significant other right away is I can't I won't say it's not impossible it's just it's abnormal it's it's just you can't I mean I don't know it's just to me it's just a red flag that you probably already had that significant other and that's probably the reason why the marriage ended and no mother no father wants their kids around the other significant other not one bit whatsoever now i mean if if the person lies to their ex and says no it's just going to be me and the kids eventually if it's not it's going to come out one of the kids is going to not it's going to spill and it's, it'll just end up bad for that person to where they may not be able to see the kids again so that's just to me it's a big sign of disrespect towards the mother or father of those children um i would wait to me maybe a few months a few months outside of the marriage uh give give them time to heal from the agony that they've suffered from the separation divorce whatever it is that uh people are going through at that time and just let it he's not completely fully heal but semi heal before you come with them with a blow like that saying that oh can i take the kids but my new significant other is going to be there as well i mean that's that it's really a big blow to a person in my in, I, in my opinion so yeah, I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, like I said, a few months to me would be fine, not a few weeks cuz I think it's wrong. I think it's disrespectful to the mother father of your children and I it's shameful to be honest with you. So yeah, I hope that um I hope that answers your question to my listener that sent me this dm i mean i hope you're not going through that but if you are i'm sorry and i hope you figure things out i hope you find peace of mind um to handle it and i hope um your ex significant other finds it in their right mind to show you the proper respect you deserve not only because you're you used to be their husband or wife but you're the parent of their children and you deserve that res- that um that respect so if you have any thoughts any input on this go ahead and dm me on on my facebook my the just talk facebook page I believe you can even DM me or ask questions on the Anchor website where my where this podcast is actually originated from. Um, really, that's all I can say about that topic is that it's to me it's just a sign of disrespect towards your significant other, 
And I don't think anybody to have, should have to go through that. Because the audacity of someone to do that to their ex is, is just appalling. Just shameful and disrespectful in so many different ways. That I, I honestly, I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know how to feel if something like that happened to me. But that that's a touchy topic. I mean, I hope to uh, to my listener, like I said, I hope you resolve things. If you're going through this, I hope you're not. But if you are, best of luck to you. If you have anything else you'd like me to, to discuss or try to get input on, um, go ahead and DM me just like you did today. And we'll get on top of it. We'll get, talk about it on the show. We'll see if I can get any input from other people on it because, I mean, I would feel like other people would feel as it being shameful and disrespectful as well. But who knows? I mean, the world out there is pretty crappy right now. Some people may think that it's fine. Some people would just say it's it's time for them to just move on. After a few weeks, I mean, if you cut yourself deep enough... It's not going to heal in a few weeks. So they just got to take that into consideration. And they've got to know that um, there's a healing process that doesn't happen overnight and won't happen overnight. So keep your head up, keep your heart heavy, and um, just keep on moving forward uh, with nothing but positivity. And I can guarantee you'll be just fine. On to the next topic. What about those Oscars? Everybody's talking about that infamous slap in the face to Chris Rock. I mean, to me, honestly, it was it was unnecessary, 100%. It's basically like telling a... How can I say this? It's basically like telling a, a chef... Not to cook dishes. Because Will Smith got mad because a comedian um, roasted his wife. Yet if you're looking at the video, when he's roasting um, his wife, he's laughing. He's hee hee ha ha. He's, he's having a good old time. And then I don't know what happened. Next thing you know, he's slapping this man in the face. And... Everybody's just in awe. I mean, first of all, why on earth? I understand the the medical history and everything, the disrespect in that joke. I get, I get that part, and I get why she was offended. But a lot of people are saying why he got so mad when she screws around with other guys, like fact. Like, they did a whole whole story on this. So he's mad because somebody said a joke about his wife, but he doesn't get mad because his wife cheats on him. I mean, what... I just... I don't get it. It's appalling. It's... That relationship is just weird. I feel that that slap was unnecessary. I do feel for Chris Rock for because he was just doing his job. He was doing what he loves to do. He was being a comedian, and look where it got him. And I, to my knowledge, I do believe that 
apologies have been made. But that still doesn't change the fact that I believe Will Smith did some damage to his image because of that. Uh, Some do believe that Chris Rock did the same thing, doing damage to his image because of that. But what people don't understand is that it's his job to say, tell jokes about people, to roast people. I mean, imagine how comedians would be these days if every time they, they roasted somebody, they would come get slapped or punched in the face. I mean, and real that's where it's headed because of this incident. I mean, I feel comedians are now going to be with their guard up because they're afraid something's going to happen if they roast somebody, which is absolutely ridiculous because they get paid good money to do their craft. They do good money to do what they do best, just like a chef. Chefs get good money for cooking good food. So tell a chef he can't cook good food anymore. And you're you're basically taking away their craft. And, and then what? There's nothing left. There's nothing left. And that's how things start going downhill. But I when I saw the video, I was I was in complete awe. I I did not know what to think. At first, I thought it was staged, but apparently it wasn't. And then I saw, I saw the video with the actual audio well, how Will Smith was yelling at him and everything. And it's just, it's appalling. It, I didn't know what to think. I still really don't know what to think about that situation. It's just, it's, it's insane what can happen uh, with a little roast. If you have any, any input, if you want to put in any input, anything at all on that situation... I know that there's been a lot of input on many, many sites. There's been a lot of bashing. There's been a lot of, um, how can I say it? There's been a lot of bashing and there's been a lot of being honorable towards Chris Rock for doing what he did. I do applaud him for keeping his cool, for just moving on with the show. And even awarding Will Smith with an Oscar after that whole incident. Because I don't think anybody else would be able to do that after what what he had done to him. So it's just props to him on that um, for being the bigger person. And hopefully they did apologize. Hopefully they do patch things up. Hopefully things get better and we don't have to see that kind of stuff again on national TV because it's an embarrassment. So, yeah, I mean, so that's that. I mean, oh, um, I guess now would be a good time to uh, mention again about the Chavez Golf Tournament happening this Saturday at the Marfa Golf Course. Um, Fundraiser to raise money for uh, high school golf scholarships for seniors. Uh, like I told you in my past episodes, Mr. Chavez was a good friend of mine. He was a co-worker. He was my golfing partner um, who lost his life to cancer, unfortunately, a few years ago. And we started um, a memorial golf tournament in honor of him to raise money for senior golfers. 
he he loved the children he loved um the students he loved watching them succeed he he cared about their education he cared about them succeeding in life but he one of his main passions was golf and he enjoyed the game he enjoyed watching the students play the game he enjoyed giving them advice on the game all in all, good person all the way around. Um, he's missed every single day of my life, I think of him. Um, I miss my friend. I miss my golfing partner. But he, fortunately, he's no longer suffering. He's in a better place. He's playing in that golf course in the sky. Um, so if you're in the area this Saturday... Um, come on out to the Marfa Municipal Golf Course and grab yourself a burger, buy yourself some raffle tickets. They're going to have some good prizes out there. And even if you want to play, show up, and uh, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll throw you into a group. Um, all Like I said, all proceeds go to um, senior golfers scholarships to college. And it's it's going to be a good old time. I mean, we always have fun out there during this tournament. There's always good food. There's always good music. It's just a big party in honor of Mr. Chavez, Mr. Chavez's life, and uh, doing something good for the kids. So if you're in the area, stop by. Once again, the... Um, uh, believe it's the fourth annual Ernest Chavez Memorial Scholarship Golf Tournament. It's a two-man, uh, 120 a team, and yeah, I mean it's going to be a good time. So I hope to see everybody out there on Saturday. It's supposed to be a pretty day too, so a good day for some golf, some burgers, some prizes. So come on out. And finally, like my final topic that I want to talk about tonight, and this is, I don't know, I just, I don't get people. Some people, that is. I mean, I don't understand why some people don't have patience. Like, they don't have patience whatsoever. So, at my job, I'm only one person at work. I'm the only person there. And I get I'm 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 pretty busy. I'm doing an order for a customer and this gentleman which is the next person next person in line, you look at him and he's getting impatient because the person in front of him ordered four sandwiches. And I mean the food is not gonna run out. Well, it might, but I mean, it wasn't going to run out in this situation. So why be so impatient? It's like he was getting annoyed every time they were brought up another sandwich that they needed. And I finally finished this, uh, this young lady's order. She had ordered four sandwiches. I finally finished. I charged her. She paid. She got out of there. And then I went on to the to the gentleman, and he was. I asked him, uh, "What can I get for you today?" And he was like, "I don't even know anymore. I la- I waited so long. 
I swear that it was maybe, maybe seven minutes that he waited in line. And at the end, all he got was a a six-inch sandwich. That is it. I just, I don't understand why people don't have patience. It's the same with, with, um... people on the street on the roads why i'll be driving someplace and i'll look through my rearview mirror and i'll see somebody on my butt on my tail and it's like either pass me or slow down before i brake check you and i have brake checked people before because of that 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 annoys me that why I'm going the speed limit. It's not like I'm going slower. It's not like I'm keep making a parade or anything. I'm going the speed limit. And people just don't have the patience to go the speed limit as well. They've got to speed and they've got to do whatever. So when they don't pass me, I just I purposely go slower. That way it teaches them a lesson that I mean... If you're going to get too close, I'm going to brake check you and so you can hit me. And you deserve that because there's no reason why you should be on my tail for nothing. It's just it's annoying how people don't some people don't have patience for anything, whether it be in the food service, whether it be in life. I mean, why do you want things to go so fast by the time you look up, your life had has passed you by. And then what? You're just a brittle old man fixing to die. Or a brittle old woman fixing to die. I mean, if you, if you want things to fly by, I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to fly by so fast that you're going to miss, miss your life. And I know that's not something I want to do. So if I take every opportunity to be patient with anything at all. And it's just, I'm, I, I'm even getting annoyed right now just thinking of people like that. People that just, they feel that they're above everything and can just snap their fingers to somebody so you could take their order right away. So they don't have to wait in line and everything. And I know there's people with money, rich people that 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 happens to that. Oh, well, they're rich. Let them go. We'll take care of them first since they're a VIP customer, as people would say. But no, I mean, you're no different than the person in front of you that's going to pay me with change. You are no different at all. To me, all money is the same, whether it be nickels, dimes, pennies, quarters, whatever. It's all money. It's all it's all good. So you can have a million dollars and be in line and have a person in front of you that's barely making it, that has a few cents to his name. I, I wouldn't overpass that person just to serve the person with money. What for? They're a person with feelings just like the rich person. But the rich person feels like they have more power, more more pull because they have money. And that's not the way it works. At least not with me. 
So, I mean, always keep your heart in the right place. Don't let life pass you by because you're in such a rush. Because it'd be a shame if you let your life pass you by and you missed out on a lot of things. And life's too precious for it to go by so fast. And also, I mean, if you're in line, just be patient. You'll get your turn. The food won't run out. And you'll you'll get serviced. You'll get your customer service. You'll get your stuff and you'll be on your way. So just have a heart and compassion for people that are in front of you in line. Because I don't believe they don't deserve the type of attitude or the type of nonsense that you're giving because you feel like you're above above them. You're better than them just because you have a few bucks extra because you're not you're absolutely the same. Other than that, my time is fixing to run out. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Just Talk. Um, Once again, if you have any ideas on show topics, if you want to comment on anything that was on the show um, or talk about anything that's on the show, I'm more than glad to answer questions. I'm more than glad to take suggestions on anything. I welcome all that. I want you all to be a part of this show as well. And other than that, I'll see you tomorrow night on Just Talk.